What's up, Conroe? You're listening to the greatest radio show in the history of all of pop culture. It is Nerd Thug Radio. You took the under there. I like yeah. it. You did like a little radio thing there. Yeah. I like it. Someone just got abducted by aliens because of that. Yep. Felt good, though. This is the talented Corey DLG, and um, we're absent one ahead of HR. Um, again. Shocking. Who, who's surprised? Uh, not I. Neither said I. Said the fly? I th- I'm the one that said that. <laughs> oh, do you fly? No, unfortunately. Sh- shoe fly don't bother me? Doesn't work on me. Darn. All right, this is Nerd Thug Radio. We are on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, yeah, the head of HR took another one of Nico's <laughs> sick days. Right. At this point, he's got to be like circling mine next. Um, he did offer me one not too long ago. True. He gave you a day off out of the blue, and I was like, what is that? And he was like, well, what he doesn't know is I took his pension. Right. So My future is now gone, but it's fine. Yeah, good news, bad news. You Who know. needs that? You did get a day off, though. I did. It was a nice day off. I was very tired. So that's a plus. I literally took a nap in the middle of the day at uh, like 2 in the afternoon for no other reason other than I was real tired. But now you got to. Yep. That is a good day, though. Um. So, anyway, how have you been? Uh, good, I yeah. guess. You, you think? Yeah. You feel? Probably. probably. Yeah. So, for those who were expecting maybe Nerd Thug Wrestling, this is now the second week where we've got Nerd Thug Radio on you folks. Doubling back up. That's right. Uh, Nerd Thug Wrestling um, never really found its footing. So, we're going back to Nerd Thug Radio. We're, we're, we're switching back the old format there. You're welcome, Conroe. You're welcome. Right. And you get more shows of just me and the brother <laughs> again. <laughs> the most exciting duo. Yeah, like, um, this is the B team. I guess that's fair. <laughs> this is the B team. It's the same members, but one less is the B team. <laughs> yeah, like, if we brought on other people, that would just be confusing. We should, like, you know what's funny is we've had a lot of people on the show. And Not a lot in a while. Not in a while, but a lot of people who have always been like, yeah, I'd love to come back on and stuff, and they've all done great. It's not even like, we haven't gotten a lot of people who are like, don't put that person back on the air. Like, we... No, yeah. We get a lot of good feedback. It's just honestly... It's it's c- scheduling? Yeah, it's scheduling, and then it's also just, you gotta like, they gotta come to the studio. You gotta come on down, studio it's just, town. It's, it's just a pain in the butt. Right. It was even a pain in the butt when we were in the actual IR Lone Star Conroe studio. Yeah. Like, it wasn't convenient ever. So, because then it's like, come to downtown Conroe in the middle of the night. It Didn't it always look really suspicious? Yeah. No, we were just three dudes rolling up on this. Like, and it was right next to a police station, so I was constantly driving by cop cars thinking they have to think we're breaking into something. You have a key. You never broke any windows. No, I know, know but, of. like, we're standing, like, because, you know, sometimes yeah, we sometimes we'd loiter. Yeah. You're just standing outside of a of giant plate glass windows of a bunch of shops in the middle of, like, downtown Yeah, city everything's Conroe. already either closed or there's, like, plays going on. Right. Plays or, or the two bars that were there. That was it. Yeah, that was it. It just always looks suspicious. I was just always amazed that we weren't, like, stopped more. I've never been stopped there. I got pulled over twice. And both times when I said that I was uh, leaving the radio station and I just done a show, they were like, Oh. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, have a great day. Nice. Abusing some of that power and privilege. Right, yeah. Listen, if I'm going to have it, I'm going to enjoy it. it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, pff, 
There's no reason to not have something and be like, well, I'm just not going to use this. Right. I'm not going to sit around and act like it doesn't exist. And then especially when I need it, definitely going to use it. Because right. the one thing I don't feel like doing late on a... Because we used to record on those late Thursday nights. The one thing I definitely didn't want to do was go to jail at one in the morning <laughs> on a Thursday. Like, that's not on my list. Right. That's when you get the real criminals, not just the people partying. <laughs> Uh, and it was funny because back in the day, I used to have a couple officers who told me I had a warrant for something. Uh, it was like a ticket thing, and like it didn't even—I didn't even think it was accurate. But they kept saying it. Like a couple different ones were like, "No, you definitely no, do. you definitely have a warrant for your arrest." But I'm gonna let you go because I don't feel like taking you to jail for a sticker ticket. And I was like, "Thank you. I guess I need." I it. appreciate your humanity. <laughs> when the st- when like the well, it's really more than like they were about to change shift or something. One of the state troopers was like, "I'm trying to bust like drug dealers and stuff. I don't have time for this." And I was like. Cool, I appreciate it. See, like, that's the way I wish cops were, and then there's the guy that pulled me over that after three months after my ticket, uh, still showed up at 7 in the morning to uh, be like, yeah, this guy's definitely the one. Well, listen, I do believe they're told by their superiors to go. I think sometimes people are just like... They're just jerks. They're just, like, not interested. I've always been told that officers take notes. I've got several friends who are in the law enforcement I've always been told that they take notes as they write tickets. There's little marks they leave on their on their little stuff. Yeah. And so those marks indicate to them later when they're going back, like like not letting this guy get away with it kind of stuff. And then some where they're just like, guy really awesome, felt bad about ticket kind of thing. So you clearly fell into the, you didn't fall into the guy so awesome I, feel bad about giving him the ticket category nah but it's fine i'll live were you were you rude no not at all were you a jerk no did you did you tear the ticket up and throw it back out onto the street oh yeah totally ah man i wish i was there for that i was Uh, with dad (laughs) oh really yeah do was dad was dad sometimes gets annoyed He's not. He wasn't really annoyed. He was just like, "Oh my god, we we got pulled over!" Oh no! <laughs> and you were driving, obviously. Yeah, I was driving. Oh, how much crap did he talk after he left? No, it was really funny. He was. Uh, I was. I was. I was real mad. I was like, wow. "What did you do?" Well, first of all, what were you doing? Uh, so um, I was going. It was a speed limit. Where it was a school zone. It was like the end, but it's like the end of. It's like the the tail end of it. It's like three thirty. Oh. It's like three thirty, and the things are on. Like they go, there was going thirty. I was going like thirty-two and a thirty, and they they stopped me. You pulled you over for thirty-two and a thirty? Yeah, it was bad. I think I would have said something. No, yeah, and then you said it, and he's like, "You were going 38. I was like, "I know for a fact I was going nowhere near that fast." <laughs> <laughs> so did he come back and was like, "You're right, you were going thirty-two? No. Oh, so he stuck with thirty-eight. He said thirty-eight, and he said he's like, "I'm gonna drop it just because I don't want you to, because it's in like increments of five or whatever." Right. But I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't help me. You went to like thirty five. That doesn't, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> That's why he came, because you got mouthy with him. I didn't say anything. I didn't say any of that to him. But you argued about the thirty eight. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't even argue about the thirty eight. No. Oh well, not now. He came to the window saying that. He came to the window saying thirty eight, and you just let it pass. You didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said that you told him you weren't. You definitely weren't going thirty eight. No, I did not say that. You can you can hurry. It's okay. You can tell him that you think you weren't going that fast. I mean, I say that, but you're brown. You know. I wasn't. I wasn't taking any chances. <laughs> um, I was like, I want to make this as painless as possible, and it turned out to be so painful, I died. <laughs> no, you turned out all right. Um, but then you did have to go to court. I did have to go to court. 
And the cops showed up, huh? At like seven in the morning. But you got you had the ticket lawyer. I did. So they, did, they did not help me at all. At all? Nothing. What did he do? They were like, basically, you have the worst prosecutor like this side of the Mississippi, and your cop showed up at like super early, so we're not getting out of this. Wow. In other words, they were like, you go deferred or you do defensive driving. And I was like, I just, I never want to come back to this place ever again. I had so much like anxiety for being there. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to do defensive driving. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so I one time had gotten a ticket, came to court, said I wanted to do the defensive uh, deferred adjudication, which requires you to do the defensive driving. Uh, submit evidence that you completed it, and then also write a check to cover like costs and stuff. Yeah. And if you do that, six month at the end of the six months, they uh, it goes off your record. It goes it goes away. So I never did the defensive driving. Nice. Uh, I also never paid them. Nice. So then I get a note from the court, uh, where I need to appear. And so I literally told my roommates, I was like, hey, uh, if I go to court and I don't come back, don't tell anyone until tomorrow because they'll probably let me out after a day because I just owe them my court costs. Right. But I think they're going to put me in jail because I didn't do any of the stuff I was supposed to do. Nice. So my roommate's like, all right, cool. And I was like, also don't touch my stuff because I'm coming back. (laughs) I would have touched i would have moved your whole room well it doesn't matter so i get to court and um like i don't know their system is just messed up so like i get there and the judge is like you owe the courts um 128 are you uh, able to make that payment today first of all my court costs were way more than that um and i had still never done the defensive driving like on my drive up to court i was like i don't even know what to tell this guy like i don't even know what to say um, like, how do you say for the last six months, I just didn't do it? There's no reason. There are zero reasons for that. So <laughs> I, I, I was like, uh, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can do that. I can make the, the payment today. And he was like, okay, go see the clerk over there. Oh, Okay. Uh, went over there, I saw the clerk, and I was like, so everything else is clear? Once I write this check, we're good? She was like, yeah, your file's all set up. Once this check is, once proof of payment is attached, we're done here. And the ticket will come off in about in about three to three to nine business days. I wrote that check so fast. Who's <laughs> <Is> it to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Gonna it, I'm going to leave it blank. Do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I then did that one more time. I then got another ticket where I said deferred adjudication. And then I was like, well, obviously, if they're not checking for the defensive driving, I'm just not going to do it. And I got away with it again. Nice. Uh, I obviously recommend to everyone to do what the court tells you to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Listen listen to listen to the, the law of the land. There's clearly some flaws, though, in our local stuff, like paperwork-wise. I was reading some stuff. A lot of people are mad. Uh, the The new election cycle happened, and now... You know, the Democrats are in charge of all, like, the different judges and all that stuff and uh, district attorneys and all that. And so there's a lot of people complaining about it's different. It is clearly different. They are handling cases differently. So a lot of people have been complaining or comparing and saying, well, what about this and what about that? Uh, But one of the articles that came out was that there was something like over the last eight years when the other district attorney was in charge, 
there was like uh, it was like 160 million dollars in uncollected tickets and fines. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> like, how do we get to that? So clearly, there's somebody making some mistakes in the system, and we should probably be watching those loopholes. Uh, but yeah, hundred. It was like a ton of money. That's it's a lot of money for a county to just be like, ah, we don't need that. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like a high school football stadium, right there. <laughs> All right, one stadium. <laughs> one stadium. All right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio... What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That is true. You are listening to Nerd Thug Radio, the greatest pop culture show in the history of Conroe Radio on IRLoneStar.com, airing Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Nice. Yeah, listen, uh, I don't want to steer you wrong. I want you to be as well-informed and accurately-minded as possible when enjoying your pop culture fun with us. That's what I got. That's it. We're done. All right, finished. And that's a wrap. Um, Credits roll. <laughs> uh, Nico. What's up? Tell our friends about Cox ATA before those credits roll, baby. Cox ATA. They have two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They got all kinds of things for you to do. It's the summertime. That's you got to get summer body ready in the middle of the summer. Uh, kids, they got nothing to do. What are they going to do? They're going to do martial arts. Yeah. Taekwondo, uh, they have all kinds of programs there at Cox ATA. They have Tai Chi, stuff for the Tiny Tigers. They got regular self-defense, adult self-defense, children's self-defense. I don't know if you're fighting children, but you can be protected against them. Uh, Bro, they are ferocious fighters. They are ferocious. Sadie could probably kill me two times over, and I would never know. For sure, for sure. At a minimum, at a minimum, two times. I would hard bet on Sadie to win and kill. Both times. Uh... Head on down to Cox ATA. Mention Nerd Thug Radio there. You get two free weeks of training. Two entire free weeks. That's a long time. That is a long time to fall in love with the staff, the programs. In two weeks, you could build a Lego Death Star. You could. Or you could start learning Taekwondo. Both of those things are beneficial to your life. Deal. Uh, so head on down to Cox ATA. They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave. A legacy. Check Did that completely on. derail you? Uh, completely. I had nothing after that. <laughs> I was like, my brain is just gone now. <laughs> you were like, he's right. They are both right. Oh, I'm still on the air. We're on the air right now? Oh, I'm, I'm dead. That's I it. don't believe you. Scotch, scotch, scotch. My brain just flew out of my ear. <laughs> there it goes. Cox ATA. We, we tag them on Facebook all the time. Make sure yeah, to check like out them. Their, check out their Facebook page for more information. And uh, just let them know Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get two free weeks of training. So make sure to check them out. Uh, the Cox people are really good people. They really are. Um, so I told you I had something to talk about here. Uh, you told me off the air, so they wouldn't know. That's true. But now. But I do. Y- you got something you want to talk about? No. Oh, okay. I know. I know that you have something for me to talk oh, about. Oh, that's fair. You're right. I do. So 
They did something really cool. What they do? The Marvel people. Who did? The Marvel Movieverse people. All right. They I like them. They did something really cool. All right. They've already done cool things. I they trust them. I agree. So. Keanu Ke- Reeves. Kevin Feige. Keanu Reeves. No. Well, they've been in talks with him. Um, There's some people who are circling Silver Surfer for him. They think some people. I've, I've heard of Adam Warlock. I think Adam Warlock would be good. Um, I think Silver Surfer would be great. Uh, some people were like Black Bolt. I don't think that's good at all. No, that's a terrible decision. Right, that is. Um, I need to hear Keanu Reeves. I I must hear Keanu Reeves. And not in a whisper. I want to hear him. Yeah, I want to hear him just like talk the talk. Right. But I think Silver Surfer would be a perfect one for like get all spacey and cosmic. Anyway. Um, all right, Fantastic Four. We have, oh, my. Oh, so, I'm so excited about the future. Listen if I knew what I knew, like, back when I was 11, like, when I'm your age, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> That's true. It will. It really will. <laughs> In 15 years. God, I'm so much older than you. <laughs> and more handsome than you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, there's a famous line from Avengers Endgame. I am Iron Man. I think more famous. I am inevitable? Uh, That's a good line. I love you, 3,000. Ah, classic meme. Very sad. It is a classic meme. It is very sad. It's showing up on shirts and all kinds of things. The runtime for this entire three phases. Is it 3,000 minutes? It was added up, and it was 1871. Okay? All right. I'm following what's happening now with the number 1871. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 2871. 2871 minutes. All right. The runtime for Spider-Man Far From Home is 129 minutes. Oh, wow. Making it 3,000. Yep. That's really cool. Yeah. I love you 3,000. And Kevin Feige has now publicly said now that everything's out and and the the even the end game is the story is out there and everyone knows and everyone's seen it. Everyone has seen it. Um, he's like obviously Tony Stark dies at the you know at the big moment of Avengers Endgame. Um, this movie Spider-Man Far From Home finishes that story because the last thing you do in that situation is evaluate what's left and the relationship between Tony Stark and Peter Parker was so important that no one but Peter Parker can finish Iron Man's story. Oh. So it's really kind of it's it's like super interesting, right? Like the whole idea. Right. And then 3000 the and whole first chapter of Marvel is 3000 minutes. Yeah. So is this now like phase 4? So like phases 1 through 3 are like chapter one, I suppose. God, it's like Kingdom Hearts. So right. King, Kingdom Hearts, like, finally finished, like, the third one. It was all big hullabaloo. The first DLC's happening. Yeah, they said the end of three, which from the first one was, like, 14 years or something like that. Jeez. Is that, so, like, that is the end of the dark something like saga. Th- this whole saga, right. That doesn't mean it's the end of the series. <laughs> So the DLC will will start kind of yeah like the guide next. you the next thing yeah. So the first Dragon Age game was a little bit like that. 
the first Dragon Age game was was probably the biggest game I had ever played up until that point. And it genuinely felt like... First of all, your character was totally customizable. Neat. But you were making these big decisions that were affecting the whole world. Uh, and you were a member of like a old broken order. Uh, but you held like these ancient treaties that could reunite the kingdoms and the people and blah, blah, blah. So you're trying to save the whole world from this big ancient evil. So you got to go around the entire countryside doing all these favors for the different kingdoms to earn their assistance to get them to honor their ancient treaties to the organization, blah, blah, blah. We'll honor the treaty, but we need this first, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, you're going around doing all this, and the game is just huge, huge. There's all these different little DLCs and all that, but they finally release a very last DLC after everything else is done. Mm -hmm. And And it... Basically, is like now that the big evil's defeated. What's next for our crew? And it, it, one of the characters in the in the in the video game was this character Morgana, who was like this wild witch. And then it turns out that she was like part of a prophecy, but she needed to have a child made by the hero. And it turns out your character is the hero. And so, like, wait, is that, isn't that just the isn't that just King Arthur? Essentially, yeah. And so, like, the night before the final battle, she's like, "Look, um, I really need your help to make a." Uh, I need you to make a baby with me tonight, because I'm. It's part of a prophecy. I'm gonna help you where I can, but I when it when when the time comes, I'm leaving tomorrow, no matter what, because I got my own stuff. So, you know, stuff goes down. Help the lady make a baby. Well, the final DLC is you looking for her. Mm-hmm. Like the whole story is over now. You saved the whole world. You fought the bad guys. You did all the other stuff. That's that's closed. Now go help her. And so, like, you're, like, searching for her. And so it was kind of the same thing, like, what would your character do next after everything is finished? Which I think is kind of, like, a neat thing that I, I feel needs to be explored more. Not necessarily in sequels, but as, like, kind of, like, what happens now? I think DLCs are the best way to do that. Yeah. Because there's, like, there's all kinds of things where it's, like, well, this is kind of, like, the end. Because there's some where it's, like, this is, like... Because a lot of them are, like, well, this is this what happens, like, in between these things or, like, a right. past event. Yeah. I don't like those. Right, but then it's like, well, then what happens afterwards? Afterwards. Give me some more semi-chapters. So, like, Spider-Man, they released four DLCs to finish that game out, mm-hmm. and those were continuing the story that ended in the last game and moving everything forward. So, in the first Spider-Man game, Miles Morales and you basically... Peter Parker and Miles Morales reveal to each other at the same time they both have spider powers at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And so this whole game, he's tr- he wants to help. So like he's on the phone with you throughout the time. And finally, by the end of the fourth DLC, you guys come to or maybe, there might have only been three. I think there were four, three or four. By the end of all the DLCs, you you, you know you're like, okay, listen, we'll, we'll we'll go train. We'll go start training tomorrow. Uh, but like you know, you you do a whole thing with Black Cat. You do a whole thing with Hammerhead. Like there's a whole story there, right? Uh, and it's all and everything that you do is has is built out of what happened in the actual story. So, like, the ramifications for what Spider-Man did, you know, uh, with Silver Sable and the Wild Pack and all their technology and stuff, Hammerhead steals a bunch of it and uses it. Like, it's it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot going on where, like, okay, well, how much time do we have? We have a whole one minute. Uh, of course. All right, we'll get into this more in the next segment. But EA Games 
uh, just had to testify before British, I don't know what you call it, Congress? Parliament. Know, Parliament, yeah. One of their uh, little committee bodies mm-hmm. about loot boxes. Ah, the old gambling. So, for those who don't know, and we'll get into this next segment as well, some people contend that loot boxes are a form of gambling, and therefore it should definitely not be available to children. What loot boxes are, and how that all makes sense in gaming, and why EA Games has them in their games in the first place, we'll get into when we come back. This is Nerd Thug Radio. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their unit serviced or try to save money getting their unit serviced, one option to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367, Ferruja Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Ah, ah, hey, guys. Anyway, this is Nerd Thug Radio, and we are on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Come hang out with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, or go to NerdThugRadio.com, drop a comment about how attractive I am. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 There's a lot going on. Anyway, um, Nerd Thug Radio. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I think I said that already. But yeah. if it felt like it could have been said twice. Because we worldwide. So nice you can say it twice. That's my name. Um, Corey Corey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is my name. Uh, all right. I'm going to tell you guys about Ferruja Mechanical. It's summer. And if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. So, if your old system needs uh, out, if your old outdated system isn't keeping up, or you'd like to have it serviced for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours, all for $179 for the first unit. Or $129 for each additional unit. Or and, I should say. So call 281-259-3367. 281-259-3367. That's Ferruja Mechanical. Call them at 281-259-3367 today. Ooh. Um, so, before we went to break, we had started to discuss... Um, EA. EA Sports. EA, yeah. And loot crates. Loot... Loot boxes. Loot boxes. Um. So what? What that? What? What's that play there? Is essentially there's a lot of stuff that they've now. What used to be, hey, if you beat this level, you get this. 
had started to become if you do these achievements, you get this. And the achievements were no longer just straightforward beat this game. It was there would be some that are like if you beat this game, and then there are some who are like if you beat this game on hard in under ten minutes without using a, a life, uh, you know, a, a life refiller, uh, then you unlock this achievement. And so then there started to be things that in order to get them, you had to unlock achievements. Then there started to be things that in order to unlock them, you needed to log in X amount of time. Or if you wanted to skip that, you could just pay us extra. Then there came this system where you could earn a form of currency in the game that you could use to purchase loot boxes in game that would then randomly generate or randomly pick for you, like a slot machine, the items you unlock. And so then these items started to become, they went from being fun decorative stuff, like uh, different uniforms or different color schemes, to being game relevant, like more powerful weapons, upgrades to your suit, upgrades to your character, new characters with better abilities. Uh, In the Spider-Man game, each of the suits has different... Uh, powers that you can upgrade and stuff. And each of them needed different stuff to unlock. Now, all the stuff was available in-game. There wasn't like a spend X amount of money, get it all unlocked. It was all free to do. However, that concept has now just continued to grow and become a bigger and bigger issue. Um, The new FIFA, FIFA 20, I think is about to come out. And Mm -hmm. apparently it's just under seven grand to unlock uh, all the all the the what's what they're calling the ultimate team, which is like a trading card game inside the game. So in order to have the best team, all of the best players uh, in FIFA, you need to you need to earn seven thousand dollars worth of credits and do the packs of cards. Which, if that number doesn't sound ridiculous enough. It's probably ridiculous. <laughs> it definitely is. Mortal Kombat uh, was announced, and each character had some thirty some odd skins, and there were or there were thirty some odd characters, and each of them had sixty some odd skins. And while some came with the DLC, and some came when you pre-ordered, the majority of them had to be either earned through playing time credits or bought straight up. And that one was something along the lines of sixty five hundred dollars, or uh, three and a half weeks of just playtime. No, three and a half like months. It's like no, no, no. It was three and a half weeks if they like if they played like oh, like twenty four hours a day. Like, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So like it would take you like four months of playing a full time job, like with the nine Kombat. hours a day. Yeah, to unlock all that. That's ridiculous. After you pay sixty five dollars for the video game, right? Yeah, that's the thing that blur really needs the, to be stressed. Blurring the lines between work and play. <laughs> so. In 2017, FIFA's or EA's total revenue in was like 4.4 billion. Big number. Uh, in 2018, I think the number that was announced by EA from the FIFA additional purchases was something to the tune of 800 million. Yeah. So you're talking about something that's about 15 percent of sales. It's a huge deal. So they were testifying before con- uh, before Parliament, kind of justifying, explaining 
loot boxes, like their existence. Why is it not gambling? How would you describe it? Blah, blah, blah. The term that she used to describe it, uh, she's like a head of marketing or something for EA. I don't remember her position. She didn't call it gambling. She called it surprise mechanics. It's gambling. <laughs> surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. I no longer have money. <laughs> but the idea that you... It's not gambling. It's surprise mechanics. It's surprise mechanics. So like you don't know what you're going to get, but that's part of the fun that's built into the game. This is exactly what the f- that's the point of gambling. Right, exactly. Um, Maybe so not like skilled gamblers don't do that. So first question, and obviously you feel a certain way, you do consider loot boxes gambling. Yes, because if I pay for it, like I'm, I'm okay with having one million DLCs that all things, but I, but I can get the things that I want when I pay my certain amount of money. The the thing that makes it gambling for me is that I could put in two two thousand dollars into a game I've already bought and get nothing I want. So let me the ask likelihood you this. of that is extremely low, but a possibility that no less. Let me ask you this: if they had the, if they had both options available, where you could just straight out pay for each card that you wanted, or you could just open random packs and take whatever you get, does that make it not gambling? Uh, yes, because there's an option. Um, that would be like, oh, I want to, like, I want the surprise mechanics. I want the gambling. But, like, at that point, you'd have to make the gambling, like, severely discounted. Well, I I, I assume it is. I assume a pack is a different number. Let's say it's, let's say, let's say for every hour you play, they give you 10 coins. And let's say a pack is 30 coins. And in every pack, there's an opportunity to get a card of variant. Like, one card will be a high-level rarity blah 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 the most rare card though might be a thousand coins which means if you just wanted to buy it straight out you you'd have to play a hundred hours or you could get it every three hours randomly right I think that that would that would make it feel better because that means that would at least be like this is a goal I want I want this so I'm gonna work towards it versus like well, it's like, well, it's like, it's like, oh, I don't have enough time to dedicate to this thing, so I'm just gonna play a couple hours a week and just do my random pulls, and if I get it, neat. But if I don't, oh well. But isn't that just all collecting? Uh, to an extent, not always, because like, Wait, what form of collecting isn't that exact system? What form of collecting isn't that exact system? Yeah, like I'm talking baseball cards, hero clicks. Uh, any sort of the little sealed baggy toys that people buy are the exact same concept. Yes, you could go to eBay and find the exact one you're looking for, and maybe you've got to pay $100 for it, or you could just keep paying $4 at the counter over and over and over again. And maybe you'll get it. And maybe you'll get it. Yeah, but then again, I have the option of doing that. A lot of these games don't have that. So you can't you can't go and buy your you can't buy the ultimate team. You have to spend the money and time to open the packs. Right. Okay. So the option of being able to separately buy it suddenly makes it not gambling to you? Uh yes because it means that I don't have to I don't have to spend the money if I don't want to. I don't if I want something I can spend the money for it, but if I but if it, if you put it behind 
Because the other thing about that is that it's a paywall, basically. It's a paywall for a chance versus a paywall to get a thing. It's it's instead of I exchange I exchange my money for your good, I, I exchange money for the chance of a good that I want. Okay, so let me ask you this. So now that we've kind of established the parameters of what makes it gambling or not gambling to you. Right. For most people, they'll never have a chance to pull that super rare rookie card. That super rare right. special bonus card that is immediately just, just worth... The, just the percentages alone, it's, it works against you. But they'll also never be able to buy one either. They'll, they'll never even be in the same place as one for the most part. I, no, I wouldn't go that far. I've never seen like a Babe Ruth rookie card. I've never even been in the same building as one, as far as I know. Yeah, but you are aren't also a person that goes and seeks out that card. You're not someone who's. Actively but I've been. But I've been to several sports shows. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're going to be at the. If you're. If you were dedicated enough to baseball collecting and cards, you would go to where Babe Ruth baseball cards are. <laughs> but if I'm. If I'm not like a top. 100 player of whatever game we're talking about. Let's call it, let's say we're talking about FIFA. I'm never going to see those top FIFA cards anyway. I mean, most likely not, but... So how is it any different in this, now that, we're, now that we've made our parameters, how is this any different than the other childhood experiences of collecting? Um, I think the main difference is that, well, aside from like the digital versus physical yeah, uh, like yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you were to both put them and be like, these are worth the same amount of money to you as a person. Yeah, as a kid, you don't know what they're worth. Right. But the idea that you would could open a pack and find, you know, a Deshaun Watson rookie card. You, you might, but more than likely, most people who open a pack of football cards will Aren't. never see a Deshaun Watson rookie card. Probably not. So, how is just buying cards different than a loot box? Um, in, in, in the purest sense, there's really no difference there. Um, and I think the main difference going there is like, if there's only one thing you want, if the only thing you want is the Deshaun Watson rookie card, you aren't going to just blindly buy packs until you get one, unless you really, really wanted to, or you just enjoy opening packs. Some people, well, some people who enjoy loot boxes because they're just like they're just fun to open but there also are times when you would just buy packs like if a set just came out yeah you no, would, you yeah. would you would only just buy there would be no no one yet has it so you would be chasing it just like everyone else right and that's and that's there's there's small benefits to that the main issue that comes with it is that it keeps go it goes way further because like you could, you know, it does. New, the new, I'm not the new set, the new set I, drops. I guess, so, like, I guess, what I'm asking is a separation is, between that would be like a new set drops. So you buy, you know, you buy your booster box, you buy a few packs that you can, and then you don't get anything, and then you want to see if you can trade or you can do something. The other thing about that is that, um, that kind of the difference between the online ones is that when you pull a duplicate of something, they don't give you very much for it. Yeah, but they don't give you very much for that in real life either. No, but like, say I have, I pull, I open a pack and I have a card that you want, and you, you literally can trade. You so can you, trade. So you would look for trading. Yeah. Okay. You could go to trading. Trading can I can see coming soon to loot boxing. I can see that because that's another thing. Is like, well, I pulled the same, you know, I pulled an epic skin or like the highest rarity skin. Yeah. But I've already have two of it, and I yeah. pulled the third one. I I can't use it three times. Right. Like it doesn't help me at all to have it. No, I, I, I can see trading coming to games. I can see that as 
the next thing and all the social networking of all this. But now that we've established what we consider gambling to be, and then we also established that gambling has existed in a similar fashion and form for most of humanity's childhood. Also an important, I think, I'm going to cut you off there because I have a feeling I know where you're going. Totally Uh, We also have to wrap this up. Uh, If you're a kid, you're going to know what you're spending your money on, or your parents are at least going to know what you're spending your money on. And if they see you... I'm going to stop you there. I, I completely reject this argument because this goes back to responsible parenting. This always comes. It always comes back to responsible. It, it always does, but specifically this point: the point of spending someone else's money, not knowing what you're buying, not knowing if it's easy or hard. A parent needs to just Google something. That part I completely reject. Children are never the responsibility of everyone; they are the responsibility of their parents. If I bring a kid into a room full of adults, I should not expect every adult to be watching the kid that I brought in. I should be looking out for the kid, and maybe people could help because I'm irresponsible. But it's ultimately my responsibility. Right. That being said, what I was going to say is now that we've established that it's a similar feature to something we've all grown up with, just the digital version of it, and maybe a little more cutthroat. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not denying I'm going to go very. I'm not, I'm not denying that it is maybe a tougher version because digital is always a little bit tougher than the guy standing at the counter going, oh, you didn't get anything? Maybe I can help you out. I'm, I get that part. But if, if we've always done it this way, when why did it become a big deal now is because suddenly now someone's realizing how much money's in it and yes I, I mean i think that is part of it but also it's always been this way so is is this really such a bad thing and i'm not saying because it's old don't fix it i'm i'm saying if this didn't hurt us when we were kids if it didn't hurt them when they were kids why is it hurting these kids uh probably cuz it's way i think it, i think it has to do with the digital medium I think it's because... Just making it a little bit easier? Yeah. Just being able to be like, buy pack, buy pack, buy pack, buy pack. It's so easy to just press a button two times. And get another pack. Yeah. It's it's because it's so, it's so much more disheartening when you have to take that cash out of your wallet. No, it is. And that's always the same reason, same reason casinos give you chips instead of actually gambling with your money. Right. I mean, I completely agree with that part of it. I just... I don't know that I think... I don't think... It also a lot that of it's that different, and I think if we're being pragmatic about it, which I think laws should be, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if we're looking for some tax revenue, fine, hit them for something. But if we're gonna start going like, oh, well, children don't gamble, and oh, this is gambling for children. Children gamble; they've always gambled, and this is gambling for children. But only if we define what also was gambling for children. Right. Kids can no longer buy cards. Yeah, it's got to go one or two ways, right? Like we completely ban. Sealed cards and sealed things and sealed collectibles, or we stop complaining about loot boxes. And I think the money is higher because a game is $65 and then you start spending money. But how much money have people invested in these other things and these other games and these other events? Yeah, tabletop games. Being a nerd is very expensive. Right. Some people would slap down, you'll be looking across the table and there's several thousand dollars like crossroads. All for like a $50 gift card and and another plastic piece. Right. All right. We're going to jump out of here for the last break of the show. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested 
in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio. That's true. That's it. That's it. Yep. Now that we did that, we're done. The Wibbly Hours. The Wibbly Hours. Um, yeah. We're the greatest show in all of Conroe that does pop culture. Yep. 2 p.m. on a Friday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, I got, like, a cough, like, right here. Oh, it's, like, it's like in your chest? Yeah. And, well, it's really in my throat. Like, it has a high-rise apartment. Oh, nice. Yeah. Room with a view. My, my coughs live the life, bro. <laughs> they tried real hard. <laughs> yeah, they did. They worked real hard. They made it to the top. They started at the bottom, but now they're, they're here. right here. Right here. He's pointing at his middle of his neck. Yep, right under the beard. If Like, if you see the beard part and a cough looks out, that's because <laughs> he's opening the window curtains. Um, That was a really <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> Like that's a completely <laughs> visual gag. Like, it is. If you have absolutely no idea what Corey looks like. It's like doesn't you're like completely over Hang your head. Hang on a minute. Everyone knows what I look like. This I am the handsomest man in Conroe Radio, except for Dick Shizzler. He is pretty. He is. The Shizzler is shizzlicious. That's pretty good. Yeah. You should make that shirt for him. I'm not gonna do it. You should. Hard pass. Give it to him for his birthday. It's a lot of s's. I don't even know how to spell it. I, don't I actually e- don't know how to spell his name. I don't have the kind of budget to put that many S's in the name. Okay, <laughs> My S budget is through the roof. Okay? Through the roof. Through the roof. I hope in the cupboard. No S's. This cupboard is S bear. Um, before we get too far into anything, let me tell you about my friends at Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more. Dude, what you got to do this month. What's up? Okay. Marvel is asking retailers to do a midnight release of House of X. I haven't checked with Mr. Bill, owner of The Adventure Begins. But Mr. Bill is down to party. I'm fairly confident they're about to announce a midnight release for House of X. Do you want me to come? Can I be there? Am I invited? Uh, man, I don't know. Like, I was so excited about it, and then you asked that. Like, ah. Uh, I'll ask. Yes. I'll ask, but I'm not happy about it. Fair enough. All right. Um, I've come to crank your style like a little brother should. Man, you're almost 21. <laughs> yeah. We don't party like bad boys. Uh, I still got like a whole like month, but yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the list of things not to do. And then do them. I mean, I'm going to. Like, uh. There's no getting around that. Can't show someone without doing it. Like that's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know why you do that. It's like people who gesture while they do things. They're like, "Yeah, skiing." You just whoosh, 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 and you're like, "You're not moving." I don't know. Whoosh, yeah, that's whoosh. just the noise, and you're just shoving your hands around. Like that's not skiing. Skiing requires balance. Stupid. Uh, so the adventure begins. Comic games and more, right there on 1488. Uh, we will be there tonight again. Doing the hero clicks, uh, having a good time. Having a good time. It's uh oh nice. I saw what you did there. Yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah. Um, it's uh BYOB. We're gonna be in the private room on the side. Side room. Side room. BYOB. Having a good time. That's a band. You didn't even. Oh, 
you had a, you had a second chance. I didn't want to do it. It's too late. The moment's passed. I say when the moment passes. Uh, uh, I don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, also this Sunday, the Adventures League will be back. Um, and they're right next door to a great place, Tapped. So, like, you go in, you have, like, food, you do a little date night. They do a lot of, they do a parents' night out as well. Just go, just go next door. Go next door, man. I think that's what people should do. Uh, but, I mean, there's just a lot going on. The Adventure Begins is a great place, well-lit, friendly staff, knowledgeable. They want to have, they want to show you a good time. They got demo games there. They got all kinds of stuff. Go in there. Say hey, say hi, say what's up. Um, they do events all the time. Find out the th- find out the thing you like to be a nerd about, and the adventure begins. We'll nerd out with you over it. Um, that's right there on fourteen eighty eight. That's the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. There is more there. There is more there. All right, so we got a couple minutes here. How much time we got? You said literally li- after that, like three minutes. That's what I wanted to hear. Good. The next three minutes, I'm gonna gargle. No, I'm just <laughs> Irish throat singing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> if I could, Nico, Nico, the album would drop tomorrow. Where's I your could. country album? It's supposed to come out last year. Um, it it, I I'm still on pace for the end of this year. All right, you got like seven months. I do. Like five months, actually. Six months. Six full months. Six full months. Uh, actually, I played some poker the other night with a guy by the name of Jeff Canada. It was a. Uh, Is he Canadian? No, but he's a country music singer. Here locally, Texas. Hmm, interesting. Just crowdfunded a whole album that he's about to have come out. Like, it's gonna probably play. We uh, I shouldn't say he, he's been he's working on something. He's got an album that's about to come out. When it does, he's gonna do a couple shows and blah blah blah. But anyway, so you're gonna do it with him? Yeah, I'll probably have him on the show here in a couple of weeks, and then I might I might might talk him into helping me. Is make he tall? It. He's a big dude. Did he wear a cowboy hat? Uh, he was wearing a, like a ball cap. Cowboy, like, country music has sort of moved away from cowboys to country boys. Too far, too far. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Country music is cowboys. It's, it's not anymore, though. When it Uh, was, I was a big fan of it. It's no longer, and like, I'm not as big a fan of country music, but it's not that anymore. Right. Um, I guess with these last couple minutes, one thing I want to talk about is, I've got a project in the works. Uh, it is with Kablam Digital Publishing right now. Ooh. They are setting up the files and getting it all ready to roll. But when it is done, I will have my first creator-owned independent comic book available for purchase. Fantastic. Who's pumped? I am. I'm going to buy one copy. I'm going to need you to buy 672 of them. I can. I can afford... Two copies. I'm going to need you to buy at least 671 of them. All right. Well, the so digital, you can have as many as you want. Yeah, so just max out someone else's credit card and, and just get all <laughs> 671 for me. Appreciate it. You're a good brother. Um, it's it's called Another Day at the Office, and it's a humorous tale, and it tells the story of a, of a is officer. It about our, is, is it about our office adventures? It's not. It's about a uh, young cop in a city full of superheroes. Nice. Uh, and he just he loves the law and he wants to be a cop. He's happy to be a cop. He's a detective, and the problem is in a city full of superheroes, it's real hard to be a cop. Uh, the criminals don't respect you, uh, and not just because you're a cop, but also because they they're disappointed when they're getting called by the cops because there's superheroes flying around. Like, you can't go to jail and tell people you got busted by a cop. Like. Right, yeah. The other guy got buzzed by Superman yeah. or some other guy. Yeah. Oh, what's that? You saw Wonder Woman? No, I got arrested by a meter maid. It's not quite the same thing. Nope. Um, and then beyond that, like, 
you know, there's all these great detectives sneak, like sniping cases and solving crime, and you're like, wait a minute, that's my job. That's literally what I do here. But, you know, every other guy and their mom is a super detective. Right. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, there's like 10 super detectives in D.C. Didn't we just say there's seven of them are going to be working together? Yeah, but some of them are kind of kind of iffy. Sketchy? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand how Green Arrow made that list of great detectives. He's he's very he's a lot of money. There's a lot of things that money can get you. <laughs> like information? <laughs> right. Do you take check? Do I need to Venmo you? I can bring you like a couple grand right here. So I'm going to get out of here. One thing to look out for, guys. Uh, this story, I just reminded myself of this story that I read that I wanted to talk about this week. Um, this guy met this girl at a bar. They're having a great time. He was like, can I have your number? She said, absolutely. He gives her his phone, and she's like trying to put in her number, messing around, gives it back. And uh, she did, in fact, give him a number, but she also Venmoed herself or Zelda or one of them, one of the apps, $2,000. Get demolished. So now he's like trying to, like get it back from the bar they were at, trying to, like get them to show her the cameras so he can, like press charges. Like, it's bad. Two thousand dollars is felony. That's, that's a lot of that's, money. That's larceny. Um, that's crazy. And I've heard of like smaller scale stories of this, where like some guys like, hey, put your number in my phone, and like the girl's like, oh my god, and I roll and like cash app herself like fifty dollars because he's such a jerk, kind of thing. Um, and that's funny, like petty funny, but I don't know if you only got $50. <laughs> no. Yeah. Listen, when you, when, <laughs> when the car's not going through at the end of the night and you find out some girl had made 60 bucks off of you, you're like, Oh, that was my drinking money. Not a good day. Uh, way worse day though. When you find out you're two G short, just a little, yeah, the guy went to bed and then the next day he wakes up and like his account has like $9 in it. He's like, well, that's not right. Cause I have rent to pay blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. All my money's gone. <laughs> Just a bad time. That's a bad day. Um, but yeah, so look out there, guys. Don't just be handing your phones wantonly to the ladies. That or just 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 keep all your just keep all your passwords off. Like manually type in bank passwords. It's just a good idea. Is it? You remember them, and you, someone just can't log into the thing See and what send you said themselves there? money. See what you said there. What? Remember them. Right. I think that's the bigger problem. Everything's set to people's faces now, and thumbprints, and eye scans, and. Nobody remembers passwords. Like people don't even remember cell, like phone numbers. Passwords? Do you know I can't log into Facebook on the laptop because I don't remember my Facebook password, but I have it on my phone, so I don't worry about it. <laughs> I've done that before. I've, I've been doing it for two weeks because <laughs> I don't remember the password. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just check this on my phone. <laughs> just reset the password. I don't want to deal with it. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for Nerd Thug Radio. I am Corey DLG. With me, as always, is little brother Nico. That's me. No head of HR this week because he's a lazy sack of HRness. And um, thanks for listening. Make sure to go to SideHustleTees.com and buy a t-shirt. The new one's out with our little bobbleheads on it. Super cool. I'm like Thor. I have a hammer. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>